much. Wear baggy pants and jiggle when we laugh at the cracks that other people make about us. I work with a bunch of engineers who don't know the difference between irony and ironing. All day long, these guys would parade past my desk and inflict their unfunny jokes on me. I used to reward them with a politely faked snicker until they gave Joe Leone my promotion. Okay, so I don't have a technical background. I wasted my years at college studying English literature. But that was just an excuse. When it comes to putting ink on mylar, I'm the best draftsman Collier Engineering has. The real reason they passed me over is that they couldn't bring themselves to promote a fat man. And, of course, Joe Leone is the governor's nephew. Joe Leone had been a civil engineering major at Notre Dame before he flunked out. Joe Leone played tennis with old man Collier himself. Joe Leone had the body of Michelangelo's David and the brains of marble to match. Had? All right. There was no justification for what I did. But there was plenty of provocation. The only thing Joe Leone had ever managed was the office football pool. So when they made him manager of the drafting department, he knew he was in trouble. Who did he turn to for help? The guy whose job he had stolen. Me. He called me into his new office. Stan, he said, let's clear the air. I know you wanted this job, and between you, me, and the water cooler, you probably deserve it as much as I do. Provocation. I've been talking to the guys up front, and we've decided to create a new position, especially for you. He shook my hand. Congratulations, Mr. Assistant Manager. It sounded nice at the time, but the way it worked out, I ended up doing not only my own work, but most of his, too. Meanwhile, he was up in the front office, flirting with the secretaries and taking credit for my effort. Provocation, okay? The amazing diet doctor took his own sweet time getting back to me. Truth to tell, I was surprised to find a package postmarked Brimstone, Texas, in my mail. I'd set my buck in months before and had long since decided that I had been suckered. The tiny box had been wrapped in an old grocery bag. The only address on it was my own, hand-printed with a marker. Inside were some crumpled pages of the brimstone epitaph and a single mimeographed sheet of paper with a wad of cotton taped to it. This is what it said. Dear Dieter, Welcome to the Get Even Diet. Enclosed you will find two capsules. One is for you, the other is for your worst enemy. You will begin to notice results shortly after ingestion. The capsules must be used within 10 days of the postmarked date. Warning, do not tamper with the capsules. Sincerely, Z.E. Bubba Beal, Ph.D. At first, I thought it was a joke. Sometimes people would borrow my fantasy and science fictions when the office copy of Penthouse was in use. But as I unwrapped the cotton, 
I got this strange, shivery feeling. The kind of feeling you get from a twisted horror story that ends with evil still prowling the world. Just as the instructions promised, there were two capsules. Each was three-quarters of an inch long. I measured. The casings were clear. There was no logo or manufacturer's imprint. Crammed into each was a tiny blue creature with smooth skin and orange pinhead-sized eyes. They looked like salamanders with broken tails. They were so small, however, that I couldn't really tell what they were. My dictionary came with a magnifying glass. I set the capsules on the table to go fetch it. That's when I discovered one of the first principles of fear. It is the littlest things that are the scariest.